Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So yesterday, I finally managed to bully one of my family members <laughs> into, into going with me to see Avatar The Way of Water. And I want to talk about that movie a little bit, just because it, I think it's, it's interesting on a number of levels, but it also it leads to a question which I think is important for us if we are building, building our own worlds. Uh, you know, Pandora, the, the, the setting of the Avatar movies, well, I guess, like a lot of people, perhaps like you, when I went to see the original Avatar movie, I was kind of overwhelmed by the the sort of the scale of it, the execution of it, the the, um, the ambition of it, you know, creating this whole world and rendering it in a way that makes it look like, you know, like real life. Yes, we're, we're spending a lot of time with aliens, but... The world looks real. I thought the execution and the ambition was extraordinary and the story was kind of underwhelming. You know, I, I guess I'd say that kind of underwhelming, kind of kind of very broad brush, I would say, in its sort of approach. Not many surprises there. And I went to Avatar The Way of Water with that same expectation that, that I would see Perhaps a story that was okay, but not amazing. And I would see absolutely the state of the art in what they can do now with um, animation and movement capture and all these extraordinary tools that James Cameron loves to play with and has played with extraordinarily successfully through his career, right from that first moment where you see the liquid metal Terminator in... Terminator 2, which I think is my favourite Cameron film in terms of its story. It's got a great story, that movie. But also we were seeing something there that we'd never seen before, I think, with that sort of that liquid metal um, Terminator. But then through to, to, to Titanic, which is also, I think, a fantastic story, also showing the absolute pinnacle of what they could achieve at that point. And I really went to see The Way of the Water the way of water with that expectation that I would see the state of the art in terms of technology and probably a so-so story. And I think, and broadly speaking, that's what I saw. I think that again, the world building is extraordinary. It was amazing. The stuff underwater, you know, I just, I mean, I, I, I know more than most probably about how films are put together, you know, because I'm a geek. I'm into that kind of stuff. I'm the kind of guy who, you know, watches the behind the scenes featurettes because I love that stuff. But there were there were certainly scenes in that movie where I have not the faintest, not the foggiest idea how they could possibly have done it because it's all so extraordinarily seamless. So, yes, it was state of the art. The story... As with the first movie, I think, you know, the, the kind of the the overriding plot is still fairly simple. You've got the bad guys who are coming essentially to rape the planet and the good guys are the indigenous species who are trying to protect it and their way of life. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a subtle plot, really. And there's some stuff about, you know, now they've got a family, our two, our two protagonists and, you know, one of the kids is a bit rebellious. And you think, well, yeah, okay, 
I've I've seen all that before. I would say in the end, the last hour, the last forty five minutes of the movie, maybe it really picks up and it's much more like, you know, like a Terminator Two style action movie. The stuff that James Cameron is, you know, can do really really well. All of it's sort of extraordinary spectacle, and I think one of the things, excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the things that Cameron shows with his work is how spectacle can drive box office. It can drive um, attention, and you know when you have enough of that, enough hype, enough. And I'm not less saying this movie is hyped. It is extraordinary in many ways, but I think it's the kind of movie that doesn't necessarily. It's not going to be a classic. It's not going to be one that you rewatch time and time again. And that's because the story is, for the most part, fairly simplistic. There is an interesting crossover because the bad guy from the first movie who died at the end of the first movie is is back. And he's, um, his brain, his memories have been implanted into one of the avatars. So there's some interesting stuff there. We get... We get the fact that he had he had a child and the human child is now, you know, whatever, 15, 16 years old. And there's that. But they didn't really go too far on that. And they could have pushed harder. The whole movie, I think, from a story point of view, it's not till very close to the end that we start to see real consequences, real emotion, if you like, real kind of depth. And, um, you know, maybe that's that's partly because... You know, it's it's hard to act with all the dots all over your face or something. Although they do it in The Last of Us, so who knows. What I would say is, I mean, obviously, the way the water's taken a massive amount of money, I don't know yet whether it's taken the $4 billion that Cameron said it would have to take in order to break even, which shows you the extraordinary amount of time it takes to do something like this. But it's not a film that's going to stand up to lots of rewatching, And I think, I mean, you'd expect me to say you need a better story because that's what this podcast is. Stories mean business. But I think it's also an indication of how for the rest of us, for those who don't have the kind of the, the marketing machines behind movies like Avatar, it's, this is about asking ourselves the question, what is it that my customers really value? Because in both the movies, Cameron and his fantastic team have spent a lot of time creating this extraordinary world. And in both the movies, we spend a lot of time just looking at this extraordinary thing they've, you know, they've created. Scenes or shots that are extraordinarily beautiful but don't necessarily move the, the story on. In fact, they don't move the story on. And of course, some of this is good. It's place setting. It is world building. It's like you know, the, the opening scenes of Finding Nemo, which were just extraordinarily, you know, we were we were there, we were filled with delight because, again, this is something we had never seen before. But that's not what we value. It's not what we value. And I wonder how, I mean, I've certainly been guilty of this in the past where as a businessman, as someone creating something for clients, I've been focusing on the wrong thing. I've been focusing on what they thought, I thought they they valued, but I was wrong. And I'm gonna talk a bit about this tomorrow because the, the saga of the plumbers finally finished, <laughs> finally finished 
And I want to talk about this a bit tomorrow because this kind of, it's about not just what people value, but what's the point, our point of leverage. And for me, you know, just going back to Avatar, I think a lot of people will see it for the spectacle, but the spectacle won't last because it doesn't have the story depth that we want it to have. It doesn't resonate in the same way. You know, the kid's acting up because it's a teenager and he never does what he says. And the parents are kind of, <laughs> they, they don't really listen. So that doesn't help. And you think, yeah, well, I've heard, I've seen this. I've seen this before. This is not telling me anything new about the human condition. Anyway, I mean, if you haven't seen it and you're at all interested, I would recommend you see it in the cinema. We saw it in 3D as well, which again, I mean, I think I wanted to see it because again, I wanted to see what, what's the state of the art in 3D now. And some of it's extraordinary and some of it doesn't matter. And I probably, you know, haven't changed my mind that in general, I prefer 2D films, particularly as I wear glasses. Since the last Avatar came out, I've had to wear glasses. So uh, it's harder. Anyway, if you're interested at all, go and see it because it is an extraordinary thing to, to watch. Um, it's also three hours long. So, uh, you know, don't take too big a drink in with you. Okay, that's it for me today. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business like James Cameron. He's done all right, I suppose. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online, thestory.business. Bye now. <laughs>